Good morning and welcome to the drive you guys. We've been talking about struggles and we've actually been looking at examples from so far from the Old Testament. Uh, we looked at Noah, we looked at Job and uh, I want to continue looking at a, a few of these guys, a few of these people who went through it but had faith. Right? They kept the faith and it's interesting to see how even when there's destitution and difficulty, even when people were in the desert, in the wilderness, still they trusted God, right? They didn't forsake him. They, they kept the faith and God led them in very supernatural ways that looks, looks natural to them. And, and that's what God does sometimes, right? He leads us in supernatural ways, miraculous ways, but sometimes all we see is the uh, natural what we can see with our eyes and I think it's a mistake to not consider the spiritual aspect of, of life there's there's so there's so much unseen work going on as we speak you know it's kind of like when I'm teaching the Bible on whether it's Wednesday or Sunday or in New Mexico or some other church or whatever when I'm teaching the Bible like, I, I don't see the heart work that God is doing on the people's faces, right? Like, I don't, I don't know. But I trust that God's word is going to accomplish the purposes for which God wants it to accomplish. Right? So there's a whole unseen realm in which God is leading us. And oftentimes, again, we find out later, that, oh yeah, God was leading. He did do this for that reason. You know, sometimes... In the moment, we don't know fully the way in which God is working. And sometimes we never will, but oftentimes we're given insight after we get out of a certain situation and realize, wow, God did a work there. But God, you know, God leads us in different ways as we go through and face trials. And when we first moved to Mobile and I taught the Bible study, uh, I think it was in Sims, that they were having every other week um, that my friend Pastor Daryl was running. I, I I taught, you know, he had me teach for the first time and um, I taught on Elijah. And this is a message that I probably taught more than any other message because it's one of those narratives that I, I closely identify with throughout my time as a as a Christian. And, you know, Elijah, there was, a, there was a drought in the land, right? And, and Elijah was led to the brook Cherith, and he there was provided for water, which is great. In the land that is desolate, God provides still for those who believe, for those who have faith, for those who look to him for provision. And so he was provided for by God. Which is great. That's a whole that's a whole thing to contemplate in itself, right? But then the brook dried up. And this is kind of what I find fascinating. Uh, you know, sometimes when God's providing and there's an overabundance, we're just like, yes, everything is good. We're happy. It, it affects our attitude, our mood, our action, our reactions. It affects everything, right? It affects a lot. And we feel blessed. But then the money dries up. Or then the bills amount to more than is actually in our bank account. 
it dries up. And see, there's a couple things we can do when trials come. When it seems like there's nothing we can do. We can either fold, give in, and say, you know what? God's not providing anymore. We can blame God. I don't recommend that. (laughs) We can walk away. We can get jaded. We can just get discouraged and stay stay in that place of discouragement. Or we can trust that the Lord knows what he's doing. And we can say, okay, Lord, it's dried up right here. I'm going to move on. And see, that is the godly thing to do. When God is providing for you in a certain place, just in a certain way, and it dries up, what do you do? You don't fold under the pressure. You trust the Lord. You trust the Lord. Trust the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. And this is what Elijah did. He didn't just stay there and die. He's like, oh, dried up. Okay, I guess I'll just like thirst and just die. And, you know, God will probably stop bringing the meat. And the water's already dried up. So I might as well just get, you know, <laughs> like people say in today's day, get right with God and just die. Right. But, but he didn't do that. He didn't do that at all. What he did was it dried up and Elijah moved on. You know, when something dries up, it means God has something else for you in the future. And that's okay. That's, that's a good thing. And so Elijah, because of this thing, this brick drying up, water being gone, he moved on. And God led him through nat- you know, supernaturally through the natural. And so he was led to this widow and and her son. And there's a huge and amazing ministry opportunity there where uh, this was the precursor to the feeding of the 5,000, right? But basically he, she had a a jar, some flour, some ingredients. And so, you know, Elijah prayed and sought the, the, the Lord. And God provided, God multiplied that food. And so something dried up in one place. It caused Elijah to move to the next place where he had this divine appointment, this divine encounter where um, God worked in miraculous ways, which is awesome. But then what happens? Well, another storm, another trial, another difficulty right after the sun dies. And so what does Elijah do? Give up and say, I'm sorry? Well, the mom did blame Elijah and as you know, God basically. And so Elijah fell on the boy and prayed and he was basically woke up came back to life and so with every trial God was leading Elijah it seemed natural but it was very much supernatural and that is how God leads us you guys it depends on our perspective do I see this as a trial or as just a little test that I'm able to get through and be refined in how do we see our difficulties What is our mindset when we go through storms? What happens to our hearts when things dry up? God supernaturally works in natural ways. He moves us from one place to another through circumstances, through lack, or sometimes through abundance. Man, God is faithful, isn't he? He's faithful. Man, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to lead us. And I think we just have to recognize it. Lord, 
you're leading in very amazing, miraculous ways. I just see the surface level stuff sometimes, Lord, but I'm sorry. I know you're behind the scenes working it all out. I know you are, and he is. And so how you handle, handle trials says a lot about the strength of your faith. Right? And strong faith isn't like it's conjured up. Strong faith is we recognize our weaknesses. We depend on God for every ounce of strength that we have. That's faith. And so have, let's have the right perspective. You know, this thing may look like a huge trial, but God's using it to lead us maybe to the next season or to lead us to do something different or to lead us to implement something that would strengthen our faith. God knows what's going on. He knows what he's doing. Have the mindset to see the spiritual and know that, okay, this isn't a, you know, heart-crushing trial. This is actually something God wants me to go through to lead me to this other thing or to lead me to work on my weakness or he's always leading us, you know, through the fire, through the storm, through the struggle. Amen. God bless you guys. Hope you have an amazing day. Talk to you next time.